to the podcast. I have been away for a very, 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 very long time. But we're back because I, I needed to talk about Kenobi. And I brought someone on with me. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, I am Ricardo Medina. He's from the uh, hit movie Me on YouTube. <laughs> uh, great guy also. I asked him to come on here to just kind of jump on this with me. See what he thinks and all that. So let's kind of just let's jump straight to it. Okay, let's just okay. jump straight to it. I like that. What what was your hopes for the show? Like right out the gate, before you even started it. Honestly, I didn't know too much of like my hopes. It was more kind of like I, uh, I I wasn't I didn't know what to expect. I just kind of was just kind of like, oh, what are they gonna do for this character of Kenobi? Mm-hmm. I I didn't think too much of it. I was just wondering like, mm, what could what could they come up from this from like from where we left off of like uh uh from the prequels to like mm-hmm. the in between of it. Okay. Do Do you think? Because me personally, what I wanted, I wanted to be honest. I didn't know if I really wanted a show to be made. I don't mm-hmm. know. I think I was kind of obviously everyone wanted to see more Obi Wan. Yeah. But I feel like that was like we just wanted it because we all had our ideas on it. Mm-hmm. Um, what were your ideas from it? So, what I wanted was I wanted more because we'll get into how we feel about it later. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted more Obi Wan. First off, um, I wanted it to be like a full depth story about his psyche mm-hmm. and where he goes. And how he kind of gets back to where he was. Because after this, technically we don't see him until Rebels. When he just takes all Maul in like two hits. Oh yeah. Um, and the beginning of the show, he's nowhere near that. Like if that was, if Maul went then, he would have beat him no problem. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of wanted it more like... He's still training here and there because Yoda did tell him to train after Revenge of the Sith uh, for the to try to become a Force ghost later on in life. Um, yeah, I I was ca- yeah. I, uh, not to cut you off, but I was kind of expecting it too. With like, like Nike's like uh, I was wondering when the training was going to come in, and he looked like he didn't even train at all. Mm, yeah, that's why I'm confused. Maybe people can say, you know, it's a mental thing more so. I was like, yeah, but. We also see he has trouble picking up, like, small objects at the beginning. Um, um, so I wanted more of him, like, kind of rebuilding that connection. Not mm-hmm. more, not like, you know, last week he was weak. Now this week, you know, he's fighting Vader full strength. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. I, I went into this. I, I, I was hyped. I was hyped. And it didn't help. And it helped because I went to Star Wars Celebration. And, oh, yeah, I saw that on your Instagram post. I was, I saw you like we were close to Aaron McGregor. I was kind of like, yeah. oh wow, he really. I, I was like, I was telling everyone, I was just like, hey, that's my friend out there. He, he's right next to, uh, yeah, like, Aaron McGregor. So I, uh, it was perfect because the day, I'm trying to think, because it came out on Fridays and that was Thursday, so we were at the stage that day, and you know we were going crazy, all that. And then they just both come out. And so I was ready. I was ready for this. And what made it better was when I got home, apparently during the Obi-Wan panel they had during that day, they just came out and said, hey, we're going to release the episode at 9 o'clock. Um, so you guys go watch it right now. So right when I got home, I was, was ready to watch it. Mm-hmm. So I did. And then the first two episodes, I loved. I really mm-hmm. do like the first two episodes because it's exactly what I wanted. And nothing crazy. Just Obi-Wan on his day-to-day life now. What his life is now. Having mm-hmm. to live with what he did. Um, gosh, but then... Especially, like, him holding back when, like... like yeah. You see him not being an actual, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi, but Ben. Exactly. Ben. Like, he has to be Ben. And it's not like he wants to. It's that he has to for Luke. Oh, yeah. And you see the pullback is just like, you could tell he's just like straining from it. It's kind of like, it's not him, but he's a persona that he has to take on. Yeah. So episode one was great. Now, <laughs> episode two, that's the one everyone watched and was like, okay, I'm nervous because 
did what what did you think of little leia little leia mm. my thoughts on little leia was kind of like it was i'm not i'm not i don't want to say too i'm not sure what i want to say like two fours but it was kind of like like you see here like because what I heard from people was that like Lil Leia was kind of more like being from her from a mother like Padme very strong very you know like independent yeah. or and I don't know when I was when I was staring at her it was just kind of like mm, do you know how it was kind of like reckless and all stuff like she didn't care for anything too much yeah I I, I couldn't really decide too much from like I don't know my opinions from her it was kind of like I. I just I was kind of getting annoyed when it was kind of like when Obi Wan went to go save her, and then she was just like screaming out loud about shit, about yeah. like or just saying like, "Am I able to cuss in this?" Yeah, oh, you're oh, good. I'm okay, sorry. but like uh, when he like saved her, she was just saying like, "Oh, like float me, let me fly, like I want to do stuff like that." I was just like, "Dude," I was getting annoyed with her for a little bit. I was just yeah. like, "I was like, okay, this is like a little," I was like getting annoyed with like the little girl and all that. Like yeah. I wasn't. It was just, I'm not sure if it's just because, like, that's how, like, you know, they're trying to play the little kid aspect. Like, they don't know much of, like, the real world or anything like that. Yeah. It was just, like, a, it, I feel like they overplayed, like, the little kid too much of a nuisance. Yeah. I know when episode two came out, everyone was just, like, um, what was that chase scene? Do you remember the forest chase scene? Oh, dude, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to bring it up myself. Yeah. No, when I saw that, I was just kind of like, what does this have to apply to anything? That's why uh, I, when I was telling you earlier, like there was some biting stuff that didn't make sense. Yeah. Like I, I kept telling everyone, I was just like, this doesn't make, this is like just like running screen time with this to like fill in like the time for the gaps and all that. Yeah. Because I remember when. We're taking a small commercial break right now. Please listen to the nice soothing tunes of Ray Jams. Sorry, something came up. Um, but it was just so I I couldn't I couldn't believe how bad the the chase scene looked. I it, it looked so budget and like I. I just I couldn't believe what I was looking at for a second. I was like, did a branch really just stop this hardened bounty hunter? <laughs> especially when you look at like the Clone Wars, when you look, oh, especially mm-hmm. with Mandalorian that came out with like Bane and all that. Like, you look at uh, the Clone Wars when Bane was like chasing people, and a little branch never like stopped him from shit. Exactly, and that's what I'm just like, okay, a little bump in the road, but we're good. But, and this is what I'm curious, this is what everyone was kind of talking about, like, when the episodes were airing. What do you think, or what did you think of Reva? Uh, a little too strong with the character. Uh, I think, uh, not, not, like, to, like, point out the actress or her acting like that. Or Mm. I think it was just, like, the way they wanted her character to be. I felt like it was too strong. Like, it was kind of, like all anger, all that, like, so caught up with Kenobi and all that. Mm. Um, I'm not sure it was kind of, like, just because they wanted to expose that later on in the seasons when they, like, showed that she was trying to get Kenobi to get to uh, Anakin. Mm. But it just, uh, I just felt like her character was just too strong and was kind of, like, like, they were trying to, they were trying to, I think they were trying to, they were, Playing too much focus about the whole pattern, uh, the not the pattern, yeah, the, the pattern ones, the kids that that yeah. survive, and they try to survive. I think they were trying to focus. I think they tried and like pushed that too hard into like the viewers' throats. That's kind of like it wasn't, it didn't flow too smoothly. So I just felt that's what I meant by like it, it just felt like her character was too forced about like, uh, like being so consumed about Kenobi, being so consumed by that. And I'm not sure it's because they were trying to play that character like. Oh, she's a Sith, so she's like going off of anger and hate, and that's mm-hmm. how later on when Vader said like, "Oh, I could, I could like, I could tell it was you, Padawan, oh, like you young Padawan, like." Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what the kids call Padawans, right? 
Yeah, Padawa or Younglings, whatever. Oh, young, there you go, Younglings. The, oh. When he said Younglings, when, like, you didn't think I noticed it, of, like, the, her hate towards him, that's why yeah. I, I'm not sure if that's what they were trying to go for. Honestly, I don't even know what they were trying to go for. If it was, like, the villain redemption arc, no one, I don't think anybody really cared if she was redeemed or not. Because we're all here, like, it's a prequel story. Either you're going to end up dead, which we already, we're already kind of, at the beginning, everyone was kind of like, you're probably going to die. Or you're going yeah. to die. So we're not going to care about you that much. Or if, like, let's say people did care, they don't really give you, they give you, like, two flashbacks and a talk, and she's good now. After, like, you know, rampaging a town like nobody's business. Um yeah killing the grand or quote-unquote killing the grand inquisitor which was insane um which, which a lot of people knew was kind of bs because everyone knew they oh, saw him yeah. in rebels later on so it's kind of yeah. like oh he didn't die he's just playing it off that's why that's why when i saw that i was like there's no way they're just gonna get rid of rebels when a so when the ahsoka series is a literal spin-off of rebels so obviously he's not dead that's what I'm kind of getting tired of too nowadays. The fake out deaths I'm starting to get tired of. Mm-hmm. Like it's being um, so overly used, especially like with certain movies coming out now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just couldn't, I could not get behind Reva. Like, I just found her annoying. Like at that at some point, it it was kind of like um, I I think the the thing was was that like they're trying to have like uh, three storylines in one. Yeah. So it was kind of like, oh, we're gonna go, oh, go off of like the whole story arc with Leia about her journey, about like becoming who she is in the in the trilogies that we see. Yeah. And then we have the whole thing with Kenobi, and then they wanted to add another thing of a uh, within the storyline. But the thing was is like what you said is that they should have been focused more on Kenobi, and if they would have been focused on the storyline like that, then it would have been more cleaner. And then obviously like you have like layer on the side like it should have been an a b story rather than like a whole mm-hmm. like all these different layers they try to throw too much into it for no reason yeah which i don't understand because you already have such a great story to tell with obi-wan and vader and you have hayden christensen back so you the the lack i'm probably i'm gonna sound like like the, the people online that just want flashbacks but i think this show would have fully been better if they had integrated story flashbacks like each mm-hmm. flashback like episode i think five or s- five or four had the anakin flashbacks um they should have done that for each episode to co- go alongside the journey of what's going on in the present mm-hmm. um because what they did with anakin and obi-wan during that episode um where i don't know if you noticed that in the fight whenever someone got the upper hand so let's say obi-wan got the upper hand on anakin it would then flash to vader yeah but then when when anakin would get the upper hand on obi-wan it would flash to to obi-wan mm-hmm. um and dealing with the struggle they're doing with that episode at that particular moment that would have been incredible and we would have seen some incredible like clone wars flashbacks like clone wars armor rex like 501st arc trooper like fives all the all those guys that we know and love but they didn't mm. want to give it to us well they gave it to us like one episode but it was like episode two anakin and obi-wan which was like an odd choice to to place the flashback was before attack of the clones yeah no um, and and you speaking about that i did hear someone say though they mentioned about like kenobi like of him being in his past it was like a clip of when he was with qui-gon and when they were talking, uh, uh, Obi-Wan was telling Qui-Gon saying that like he was too worried about the future. And Qui-Gon was saying that uh, that you are too worried about the future, you need to be focused on the present. Yeah. And, that he, and then he said, like, oh, but Yoda told me to be like mindful of the future. And, and he said that, yes, but not where it's going to affect your present. Exactly. No. That's why I'm just like, th- there's so much opportunity to give people what they what they want. But it's almost like they went down the route of, well, we don't want to give them exactly what we want. We want to give them a quote-unquote good story. But the story they had to tell was pretty much 
like Mando season three, mm-hmm. but with Obi Wan and Leia being Mandalorian and Baby Yoda. Um, yeah. Well, the, the things what? I just didn't under. Oh, go ahead. Oh no, I, I was no. Continue. I was. I'll mention it later. I was gonna say like. She is literally the daughter of probably one of the most powerful senators, part of the most powerful systems. And at that point, the end of the Republic, start of the Empire, that they can't, like when Obi-Wan and um, Leia get to, I forget his character, Ice Ice Cube's son's, uh, uh, when they get to his hideout, they just Mm -hmm. don't go, okay, we're going to send a distress signal to, like, system saying hey we have the daughter of this senator like come pick her up not like well we're gonna wait for the ship to get picked up even though vader's right behind us and oh no leia got kidnapped again now she's going to fortress inquisitoris like mm-hmm. there's just so much that they had to do just because leia had to be an integral part of the story when she yeah. really could have just been out of the story within like the third episode mm-hmm. and that's where i'm just like I don't, I don't get it, and I think it's just, I think at that point they just wasted a huge amount of time. But well, what, did, what did you think about like how they handled? It's only six episodes. It was only six episodes, like less than forty minutes. I think it's like what you said. There's, there's a big chunk that could have been like torn out. Like there were some things that could have been like, like the, like I think the thing was was that's like the runtime. Uh. I want to go back to the chasing because that really like bothered me. Uh, yeah. Like it, it could have been a quick like the second they see like the bounty hunter, the bounty like they give their exchange like who are you? Oh, I'm like some blah blah blah, and then boom like a bag over her head or something like that, and then like that it's just like to the next scene, you know? And yeah. they could have saved so much money by like uh like like uh, like looking at it like as a film perspective, I'm just like dude, you know how much like they could have just saved and like. Like Literally. just by do, like doing that and being like, okay, guys, next scene, let's go. Like, it could have been like just like that. But, yeah. Uh, uh, um. So a lot of things like that uh, could have been cut down, and they could like like you said the whole thing with Riva. It could have been it. It's something that shouldn't like be there. It could have been something that they could change. They could have cut out to be able to focus more on Kenobi. Um. When you talked about the whole thing with like the relationship, I thought. It was more like with the new trilogy that came out from the Star Wars when I looked because I was thinking of like uh, what's his name Luke when he was training and then he feared for his past for training again. Yeah, I, I was thinking more like that where like they were trying to like kind of like touch upon like that where he's like afraid of like his mistakes so he can't train again so he's afraid to use the Force at all and it was yeah. just like Luke Skywalker not trying to touch a, his um, his lightsaber again and not using the Force at all. Mm. And then you just, it's just like, it's just like, they didn't really, um, I felt like it was like touching more bases on that. They were saying, they were trying to like do what like they did in the Rise of, was it the Rise of Skywalker? That was the Last Jedi. The Last Jedi, when they did it, when they, when they did that, when they did that. But, um, when I watched the whole six episodes, I felt like it was kind of too rushed. It wasn't really like, it was like everything was just touched upon. And the thing is, it's kind of like, you can't really touch upon with these characters because it's like you said, it's like within a week, all of a sudden, like Kenobi goes from like this to like a whole like new character. And it's kind of, yeah. it's kind of like that doesn't, that doesn't really like follow through with how like um, trauma really goes. Yeah. Like he'll go from like super depressed, really mad all the time to, oh, I'm, uh, I'm Obi-Wan Kenobi now, but I'm just going to go by Ben just for alias. And, like, I'm just like, well, that was kind of quick, I guess. I mean, you had some hardships, but I'm pretty sure you've dealt with more problems during a Clone War. <laughs> yeah, and it was kind of like, and then, and it's fun, it's it's funny because, like, the fur, the, the, the prequels, when you look at it, you look at the, like, hate that grows within, like, Luke Skywalker. Like, you see the little, like, little things of his hate that grow, makes him into, like, Darth Vader. But it's like over time until it finally explodes when he's like when it finally hits the resolves. Yeah. Like it, it's like things like that that you, that you gotta like consider like what's the like main purpose of the story? Is this just to sell? And some of the things I realized within it was kind of like marketing schemes, or like it was kind of like they were trying to. I I realized what Disney does a lot was that oh like writing styles within most uh, industry like 
they try to touch upon um uh, uh they try to what's what's the word called not remember it's called a. Uh, it's a uh, thing things you see in the past that like when they bring it up it, it brings like a certain memory of some of your past like a like a flashback not like a flashback but it's kind of like um ptsd no 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 like for the audience like they like when they bring up a new character is kind of like a oh like nostalgia nostalgia there you go i felt like the whole series was kind of like nostalgia like when kenobi gets on the the first episode when kenobi gets on like the ship like he shows his lightsaber in public i'm like isn't the whole purpose of like him not showing it like they could have done like a different shot of him where it's kind of like it's showing it but hiddenly it's like we literally just saw him take his lightsaber from the sand, but he uh, he's like flaunting it. Like, what are you trying to show us that he took it? Well, he just opened the box and left it. So, like, what do you you think we're dumb? Yeah, that's the thing. This is like baiting us to be like, oh my gosh, like look, his lightsaber's there, and it's kind of like yeah. no, like like stuff like that isn't needed. Like we get it. Like if anything, just show like a little bit of a hidden, like it, things that might make sense for the audience. Yeah. So like, okay. So, if you were, off the, just off the top of your head, because I feel like that's the best kind of mindset, if you were to rank each episode from from six being the worst to one being the best, well, what would what would that list look like? Just like off the top of your head, because I feel like for me, like right off the top of my head, it would probably go episode. Uh, for my first one, for like the best, it'd probably be episode six, mm-hmm. and then four, then probably five, then three, then one and two. Because I feel like the later parts really saved it, but you just had so much in between that was just so like, God, why? Why are we watching him just walk through a desert? Like, you know what I mean? Like, for the fourth time. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. It's just... Well, what do you think, though? Like, what what would be, like, your favorite episode? Man, I just wish... Is this because... I wish... The only... Hmm. I want to say, fuck, man. You know why I want, I'm trying to, this is like a hard question for me. Not because I'm trying to like talk shit on Star Wars, but it's just kind of like, I'm trying to, like, there's a lot of good moments in like some of the Star Wars episode. Yeah. Where it's just like, it's like where we, where we talked about, like, so, some of there's like, if you look at within the episodes, it's just like certain episodes, there's like bad, like, moment. There's like good moments and there's bad moments. And, it's hard to like say which one is the best but i would say yeah because as much as i love obi-wan i think like for the show they could have done way better yeah i i can't I, i'm gonna be honest i'm not gonna say episodes i'm gonna say moments so That's like fair. moments within the episodes mainly because it's just like i'll explain my bet my favorite moments my favorite moments was when the whole thing with Kenobi and Darth Vader in episode six, when like yeah. he finally sees like his like his friend dead, and then um, when he says like then my friend is truly is dead, and then mm-hmm. he says bye to Darth, and then later on when he talked, it kind of like I like that because it connected to later on because when yeah. he talks to Luke and he says that oh no your like your father killed and like your uh, Darth killed your father, and yeah. it's kind of like he's not it's kind of like it kind of like you understand. The backstory what he meant. yeah what he meant it wasn't just like to protect him it was actually like no he did like kill his father oh no yeah. his father darth killed himself to be like and yeah uh, to be who he is now so that so that brings in another point because we kind of haven't talked about him in a good minute um what how did you feel about darth vader in the obi-wan kenobi show oh man the, i i think my favorite part I he was just, I I think they brought I, I I think in my opinion that they did great on him, just because of like the ruthlessness and how like so like attached to Kenobi he was. 
because yeah. like like even when he said when she says like reba says like oh like the grand inquisitor died he's like i don't care like i want kenobi and mm-hmm. then especially when he goes to like the town like it, 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 I, I like the like difference between the first episode where they go to the town and they hold have they, they have constraints like they don't do too much of like against the people yeah. But then when you go to Darth Vader, he's already cares about his Kenobi, so he goes and kills anyone he sees to be able to get Kenobi to come out. That was insane. He just literally just a kid, like right then and there, I, like nobody's business. Not even, not didn't even flinch. Dude, I think that was like honestly, like for runtime and to be able to like just immediately like just show like like his character. I think that was the best like a minute that we could have because he's just like. Instantly, like, showed how ruthless he is and how, like, desperate he is to find Kenobi. Yeah, because he is just, he is on a path to just find him. Um, so I think, I think that's the one thing they got right with his, with the, with Vader. They got Vader, like, spot on. Oh, yeah. Um, even, even when he fought Reva, like, that, that's a hundred percent, like, what would happen, like. Dude. I was so scared. I was so scared they're gonna be like, "Oh, maybe Reva has a chance. Maybe, maybe she'll have a chance." Who said that? So, no, I'm just saying. I thought they were gonna be like, "Oh, like when they're directing, it's like, okay, Reva, you're gonna go ahead. You're gonna hit him once. You're gonna get one good strike, and then blah blah." blah. It's like, no, she didn't even touch him. Like, and I love how he didn't even he didn't even use his saber. He was just above it. He was like, because. This is like where the power the power difference comes into play because I remember I saw that and I was like she is an idiot because like there was a comic like when the inquisitors first came into fruition Vader wanted to see how capable they were so he fought all of them at once mm-hmm. and beat them beat them no problem and I'm there like so you think you're better than every one of the inquisitors all at once and then once they started going down just not just swiping moving all this stuff i was like that's perfect i was so afraid they're gonna give her a chance but no they were like no she's no she's not getting anywhere far no they would have did that they would have just ruined what uh darth vader was because oh yeah like oh the most ruthless guy and i think and i always hear that that darth vader always sees them uh like he's a but like uh he sees them uh below him and as a way that like he doesn't even want he like he doesn't even want the Inquis- inquisitors no he he never wanted them he even told palpatine this is a waste of time but palpatine yeah. told him i know that's why you're in charge of them because palpatine oh. never because palpatine just doesn't want anakin to be happy or anything he that's why he said like all right you're in charge of them now go off mm-hmm. have fun uh, which was great. I love how I love like they just hate each other. <laughs> nah, and it's perfect because it's kind because even like the Inquisitors of how like like at the end of the day they fucking fear like Vader. Yeah, like because like, they cause they know like oh we still ain't nothing compared to this guy. Yeah, like like it's funny because they really like some of them really think they could like square off with them. especially the Grand Inquisitor always thinks he's gonna square off with him. But they they always like to make sure that people that they know that we know they know that Vader's just a different breed and it's just it's different. What well, dude? They all thought he was a what they were. What they say? They they all thought he was a, like the one, the chosen one. Yeah. Be balanced. And then they think you know Reva's gonna beat him. Like you know what I mean? The third mm-hmm. brother was able, or the 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 fourth or fifth brother literally just brought her down no problem. So I'm pretty sure Vader wouldn't have a problem. Oh yeah. No. Speaking of uh, Vader, uh, there was also something I was gonna bring up about him. Was that a? Uh, oh, it was two things I want to ask you. One thing was that like, did how do you feel when like he just crushed Kenobi with the rocks? Like when he just threw the rocks on the on him, and just like, was... and, and said that he died. Did you did you think that was like a good like? No. Yeah. I no. think that was probably the weakest part of that episode. Mm-hmm. It's like, dude, you survive being burned alive by lava, and you think a bunch of rocks is gonna beat him? And I'm just there, like, maybe I'm like, maybe he, maybe like that's Anakin not wanting to pop through, or that's Anakin popping through. Like, I can't, I can't kill him, but you know, I can just do this. But I'm there, like, but they would have, 
they don't set that up. They don't set that up for us to to be to think that way. Mm-hmm. All and he's literally just walking away, like to his ship, like perfectly fine with like how how it ended. And I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Like that's how you want? Like you don't want to make sure he's dead? <laughs> yeah, because because it, it it confronts the whole thing where like in the beginning, like he wanted him alive. Oh, yeah. Because like, remember he uh. He was torturing him at the at the at the planet when he was like when they first uh, confronted each other at the beginning. I honestly forgot the name of the planet too. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. <laughs> but uh, it looked it honestly looked like a, a parking lot that was like getting constructed. Honestly. <laughs> oh my gosh! No, apparently it was supposed to be a mine. I I know it was supposed to be a mining planet. They said yeah. something about that with the farmers. Yeah. And then uh, when I saw the like laid out wheel, I was kind of like, no, they did not just like book this like space for them because yeah. it was kind of it was just kind of like it made it kind of took away from like what star wars is to like our, our planet and it was kind of like this is looks like our like what yeah, we see it, constantly it looks like um it just looks like a construction site off the side of the freeway and i was watching i was like i was like there's something about this that i don't like like everyone's freaking out on TikTok, like, because I was, like, on TikTok when all this stuff was going down. So I saw everyone's reactions. Um, everyone's freaking out. Everyone's like, this is amazing. This is the best Star Wars we've ever had. And I'm looking, I'm like, what am I missing? Like, what? what is... Everyone's think- like, it's everyone's like, it's back. Like, this is Star Wars. But go on. And I'll, I'll, get, I'll finish the point. I think that was I think that was the hype of like it when it when it first appeared. I think everyone's just too excited about the hype, saying that like, oh wow, like it's nice. It's like you know, yeah. Because because I I'm watching. I was like, there's something about this scene that I don't like, and it bugs me so much. And I think like a couple of days later, I watched Revenge of the Sith, um, with like everything fully george fully lucas fully everything um and i realized i I found out what bugged me and it it also bugged me with episode six because of how like you know when he cracks the mask and they're talking to each other the thing that bugged me was deborah chow and her directing of like these characters because as I went back to watch Revenge of the Sith, you can tell George shot those movies like not even like they were obviously they were not of this like they're obviously not Earth type movies they're space sci fi movies yeah but he shot the characters in a way to make them look like not like heroes but like 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 gods like telling a a god's story mm-hmm. like mythology and all and he's a huge fan of mythology he studied mythology he wanted to create his own myth which he's got on record saying so he shot he would never really shoot full face and like have the camera move he likes to keep the camera nice and steady and keep a nice full view of what's going on he wanted you to see everything around these characters and the characters right there in the middle of the frame like those are your center points like right then and there um and then when I go watch this especially when they're talking with the mask cracked the the camera's so close to their face and I get why for Vader because they don't want to zoom out and it looks all maybe a little bit weird like and all that mm-hmm. that's why I think they should have just cut the whole top of the helmet off cuz he can survive without the top of the helmet um I think the camera was just so close and it kept moving. That's what kept bugging me. The camera was like, it was like a, a, an MCU fight scene. Like everything was just shaking and moving. It reminded where... me, it remind me of the Elvis Presley movie. <laughs> really? <laughs> I was just, everything was like super close up. Everything was moving. You can't, yeah. nothing was still. That's why I like, I'm like watching, it's like, I can't pay attention to this because the person holding the camera is like, recording with his hands not on a tripod or something mm-hmm. um so i'm watching and i'm like i don't like this i don't like how it looks um it, it to me it still doesn't take away from how great that scene is it's just like the little thing that like really irks me so because that scene is just that's a great that's like a star wars scene right there like like Obi-Wan just breaking down and Anakin smile through the mask and all that. 
Um, but well, what did how did you feel about the direction? Like how the director handled like how the show looked, how she shot things, how like she wanted certain characters. Like what was what was your kind of like takeaway on her stuff on her style? Mm, it was kind of like when I was look honestly when I was looking at it it wasn't anything impressive I, I think because I, I when I was looking at certain shots uh when Kenobi was within when he was getting chased by Darth Vader mm. and then like you couldn't see anything you just see Kenobi with this like uh like you only see the light and you couldn't really see anything past it yeah people uh, I heard that when I was looking at it and what what the other people like what I was announcing about it was that like it was supposed to show his character that like even like um not being able to see fully see the light and then um later and then like like there's a lot like there's like a lot of things like they she did with the like the lightsabers like especially mm-hmm. with like Kenobi at the final end with like he says like goodbye to like Darth Vader and then like mm-hmm. it goes away the blue light and then you see Darth Vader's light, the red oh. light coming up. So see, like, that's what I loved. I think that's where she kind of got it. Like stuff like that was kind of like when when you look at it, it's kind of like you see those like there's good points to it that it was she was trying to like follow the storyline of how like it's gonna like uh the show with the like the the what's it called the to meta to be metaphorical for what the characters are like what yeah the, yeah but. I don't know. It was nothing too impressive that I saw. It was just kind of like. Honestly, so, I thought it was on the same level as like an MCU show. Yeah, it w- it's just because I'm not sure like how much time she had or how much preparation mm-hmm. she had. That's true. But it it wasn't just something where you look at it and be like, you would just your eyes were always like caught mm-hmm. on. Like there was always like a certain shot that like captured the moment. It was just kind of like. What you said it's like a regular MCU, but I think that's just like I think that I think it's just like a director that just directed it. I don't think it was a director that yeah. that you were just like, oh, that person shot it. Oh, of course, that person shot it. Like, yeah, you know, that's why. Like, and the one time she got it was when Vader was yelling Obi Wan's name at the very end because yeah. everything it was a full wide shot like you said see the fate the fate of the blue and you see the full encompassing of the red around vader like that's where i was like okay that's something george would have shot for sure because that was just full on right there and everything um she has directed star wars before she's mm-hmm. directed an episode of uh man she directed two episodes of the mandalorian She's directed mm-hmm. episode three of The Mandalorian. I think the episode three of Mandalorian season two. Um, she those episodes are actually really good. Like those are really good episodes. But the problem is she was under the tutelage of like two greats. Which for me, for me, my great was Dave Filoni. But mm-hmm. you probably know the other one, John Favreau. Um, John. Uh, Iron Man, Chef. Oh, that, oh, it's John Pap. Man, that guy. That's, that's that's why she was under that tutelage the whole time she was shooting those shows. But now this is like her own thing, and then those two were off doing Mando and Ahsoka, which I'm mm-hmm. so excited for. I'm so, how, how do you like Mandalorian? Do you, have you watched those? I only seen the first season, and I thought, and I loved it. Like there, it was just like uh, I. There was like some middle parts I didn't like because I was kind of mm-hmm. like, mm, they could have just like cut that out. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Wait till season two. You see, that's what I'm just getting annoyed of is it's kind of like, you know, how each each episode has a meaning to to it. Yeah. Like it's not like a filler. Like. Oh, it, until like, you get to season two. <laughs> yeah. So like to me, like like I watch a lot of anime stuff, and there's like. There's, I'm like, just a getting lot... into anime. Oh, dude, no, yeah. When you watch, like, certain episodes, it's, like, an episode you know, like, this episode has no meaning. And they, yeah. they call it filler episodes because they go off, like, the manga. Yeah. And the manga is, like, the actual story that they write. So, like, when you see, like, when I see this stuff, that's all I think about. Like, that's why I said, like, when you asked me about the episode, what's your favorite episode? I was, like, I can't say that right. I can't really say that because, like, there's, like, fillers within that episode that's, like, mm-hmm. good. 
that's like part of like the actual storyline. So it like, was kind of like that. Like there's a part of the episode that you really liked, but the fact of like there's just stuff that you just didn't like at all. Like it's just there for no reason, just kind of bogged down for you. There's no contribution. It was just to be able to like fill in like the gaps of like the time that they needed, or like just something the first something bigger that they yeah. can conceive. I can a hundred percent see that. Yeah, so it was kind of like, that's why with Mando, I was kind of like, when I saw the show, like, I was kind of interested in the main storyline of, like, what the Mandalorian really is. Because I know about it from, like, the Clone Wars, but I wanted to, like, see more of, like, the whole destruction of, like, what, like, what really led to, like, the destruction in a way. Play KOTOR. <laughs> Play, wait, wait, what? Play KOTOR, Knights of the Old Republic. That's where you're going to pretty much get all everything you want. Oh, Okay. Because oh, those yeah. games, those games are pretty much based off like the man, like the ancient Mandalorian war and like the like Jedi's versus Mandos and everything. But you see, like certain that whole thing, like be like, don't you don't you think like think stuff like that should like be be like talked about, be like like they should make shows about that thing. Well, so that, like, it's not. Well, now it's not canon. That's what sucks because all that well, stuff. When they bought it, like I think like the next day or like the week after, they're like, oh yeah. Um, everything that was made before we bought it, besides Clone Wars, the movies, obviously, and Rebels, are the only thing that's canon right now. Everything else is now Legends, which is funny, because I actually have one of my favorite Legends, one of my favorite right here. Um, it's Obi-Wan, it's called Kenobi, ironically. Mm-hmm. It's written by Jack Johnson Miller, probably one of my favorite stories about Obi-Wan, because it was, it was between that time period that they're doing in the show. Um, he's basically just this guy that keeps up, who keeps up with his training by, um, he's basically, he goes to the Jawas and says, Hey, I will protect you guys. If you give me something, I'll keep you guys off. I'll I'll help you guys fight off any sand people that try to attack you Mm -hmm. and all like, he's crazy in there. And he's still like, he doesn't use his lightsaber. He uses like, I think a Javi stick, the thing what Boba uses in his show. Mm -hmm. Um, it's a great story. And then. Like they had so many great stories, and I can go on and on about legends. But they but don't. Yeah. But they don't follow that because they want. They want it like it's a like it's it's all brand. It's all like yeah. they want to be their brand. Like anything that anyone has a great idea about, it's all like oh well that wasn't like our idea. So it's kind of like no. That's why the everyone loves the older public, which isn't canon. And that's like you think like the movies now have like a bunch of stories. Back then, like, the older public was, like, a, a completely different, like, like era of Star Wars. Like, George had nothing to do with it, but the writers knew what to do. Um, and it's crazy, too, because, like, I, a buddy of mine, she she's just getting into the movies. Like, she just got in. She's watched everything. And I told her, get a grasp on what you know now. So, like, watch the movies, shows, play some of the games, you know, kind of just get a grasp on episodes one through six mm-hmm. only one through six um oh were you talking about like uh one through six like the movies or yeah the movies the movies okay okay yeah, yeah, yeah. So like yeah. get a grasp on this era of star wars and if you want more and you don't care if it's canon or not go look into old republic start with kotor the game pick up i know a book or two um the older public books are really good, like the Revan spin-off book, the Malik, um, then the game, uh, the older public for PC. Mm-hmm. Like it's just a whole era of storytelling that they have at the palm of their hands. Like literally, like right here. And they can just take it and kind of like fill into what they need to because it's not canon. So they can just mm-hmm. pick and choose. But they don't want to. And you know what they do? They like you and I I fully agree with you, because it's brand. Because they didn't make any of that. Like, that was after the fact. So you know Mm. what they did, right? They made a whole new era called the High Republic. That they are making Disney, Star Wars, that they are making, that they are calling, like, this is what the prime Jedis look like. 200 years. This is only 200 years before Phantom Menace. The older public was thousands of years before the Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, So they're... They're now making these books about these Jedis who are, on their description, already perfect and everything. So we're getting these books and everyone's, like, already good. 
like everyone's good and clean. But the mm-hmm. problem they run into is they can't have that many Siths besides maybe Plagueis, but they can't show him that much. Mm-hmm. Um, because they they literally say in the movies there hasn't been a Sith for 200 years. Oh no, look at that. They're all, the High Republic set 200 years within the Phantom Menace. So they're, they lock themselves in for no reason <laughs> within like... And that's the greatest part about the Old Republic. It's so taken apart. It's so taken out from the main movies that they can just do whatever they want and not affect the movies at all. Yeah. Um, but it's perfect what you said. It's branding. Like, it's that's but, perfect. But it sucks because, like, I remember... Because Old Republic, I seen, like, the... Like, the Vera game that came out, that was coming out. I saw the trailer storm. Oh, yeah. And I remember just watching, like, just, like... Because there's a part... I'm, I'm not sure you remember the trailer. There's a part where, like, uh, they invade, like, the temple... Oh and yeah, then, and then it's about. and then it's like one Sith, and then you see all the Siths come out. Exactly. And I was kind of like, that's like to me, it was kind of like that was dope because you never seen that. Where we're just like they always seen like one Sith or two Sith, but then when you see like a whole ship of them coming out, and then there's like a whole battle. Exactly. It was like it, and then like also like it, it was it was interesting to see and all that stuff. Like, and I wish I remember we seeing that. I was kind of like, oh, I want to like play this game now, but I. I don't play video games as much, so I was just. But I just, I, I from that I was kind of like, dude, this. Why don't they make a movie about this stuff? Like, I it's always because like, it's not them. And that's and that's the thing that fucking sucks about it because if if they would have like done stuff like if they would have got people, because think about it, even the writers of the story, no one knows more about the story than the than the audience because the audience oh, are the people yeah. that cre- that create the whole universe from it exactly i mean like they they have so much they had so much to work with and you know the president of star wars kathleen kennedy went on like record uh, i think like a year or so ago she said they were asking her about hey um like when when are we gonna get when are we gonna see some more of this when are we gonna or how come we didn't go with this just you know an interview she was doing Mm -hmm. and they asked her this and she goes well, we don't have the luxury of the of other stories. Like we didn't start off with a, a books and novels of stuff to go off of. Oh and yeah. And everyone drilled into her. She was like, "You had it. You just didn't make it canon." And you're, and I always say this: she's only picking and choosing what she wants to make canon, or what she's suggesting bits made canon when they're in a tough spot. Biggest mm-hmm. example. And they completely fumbled it with Rise of Skywalker, the one with Palpatine, the the most recent sequel. It, in the novelization, they just flat out say he's a clone. But mm-hmm. like it just there's so many more holes in it because technically Snoke's the clone, but then he's also a clone, but he doesn't look like Snoke. He looks like Palpatine, but the other clones don't look like Palpatine. They look like Snoke. And I'm just thinking, this is a worse version of Heir to an Empire. Which, in that book, guess what? Palpatine made clones of himself. <laughs> mm. um, and this was after Return of the Jedi, too. Mm-hmm. Like, she's only picking and choosing what she wants to make canon to kind of help her kind of get out of a tight spot at this point, or make the fans like her. Man. And you know, what's, you know what's funny? Is that, like, there was a whole thing with, like, when the new trilogy came out i remember a lot of people saying that it was a they the whole point was that i think it was she was supposed to be kenobi's child yes so when they were making force awakens Mm -hmm. they they were talking to daisy ridley keep in mind she was the act like i think this was her first kind of movie if not maybe something smaller yeah um they were saying how oh they wanted it to be obi-wan's kid and I'm like, mm-hmm. why didn't you go with that? <laughs> like, what what stopped you from that? Because that would make the final payoff so much better. Because at that final shot, you see Ben Solo, or if you want to get technical, Ben Skywalker teaming up with Ray Kenobi, putting mm-hmm. it full circle versus the Sith. It it I can go on for hours. <laughs> <laughs> no, but the whole no, you. But the thing is, is kind of like you know, you know when someone has like the point of like where they want to be at, 
Yeah. But then, but then, like, when you get mixed up, like, it's like the whole thing with, like, to go back to what Kenobi was, was kind of like, you lose sight of what the whole thing was about. The whole thing was about, that. that's why I said, like, uh, before this, like, I was telling you, like, I like the overview of what they did for, like, Kenobi and Leia. Like, the whole thing with Kenobi being able to see, like, the thing I like was kind of, like, you see him, like, be able, like, you understand, like, Grizzly, like, you understand, like, his transition from, like, his trauma to, like, who he is now. And especially yeah. with Leia becoming a leader of how, like, exactly. you know, she, like, she, like, instead of, like, it's Luke, we already know Luke's story. It's just Leia's now. Exactly. We're able to yeah. see her transition and their connection with each other. So when Leia sends out the message, she already knows Ben is. It was, like I said, that's the overview of it. Mm-hmm. But they lose they lose sight of it and they add all this other stuff. That's why, like, even when you were talking about the what the rise of Skywalker, honestly, I don't, when I remember watching that, I was just like, I don't know what's going on really. I think like not there was like from the, the was in the first the uh, um what was a what was episode seven? Uh, uh, Force Awakens. Force Awakens. When Force Awakens. To the last episode that they had, the last uh, episode that it came out with, Rise of Skywalker. I was just mm-hmm. like, I don't see any connections of how it was from like she she was like learning she was a Jedi to like this. Like I was just yeah. like this this I was just like this doesn't make sense. Like I don't see anything like that. I was just like there's nothing that like that the story was like a part of. Yeah, well they didn't have a plan. Yeah. Um, and I and you know after I rewatched Kenobi. Um, after rewatching that, they kind of, they had a beginning and an end, mm-hmm. but they didn't have a fully thought out middle. So they were thinking, okay, well, what if Leia comes in and Reva and Vader and Grand Inquisitor and a side plot with the other Inquisitors being mad at Reva? And then also throwing another side plot where Reva wants to become the Grand Inquisitor. Throwing another plot where she wants to kill Vader literally two minutes after she was made the Grand Inquisitor and she was ready to just murk Kenobi. Um, like they're, they're, just, they're just throwing stuff at the wall, every writer's room. And they're like, okay, we got, like, yeah, episode, write it, whatever. Say their lines, film it, chopping was- block. As long as we get to the final end of it. Exactly. No, but, but you know what's funny is I like thinking about this is kind of like they always have a chasing with like yeah. the ships from like. God, the, I don't get it. I, I it's just it. like, it's all like, uh, chasing, let's do it. It's like, I, I just, I like, I'm telling you, like, I feel like this, ep- the episodes, like some of the stuff, like, was this kind of like from like, uh, The Last Jedi. I was literally about to say they took the worst part of the Last Jedi and made it, and they put it into Kenobi. Mm-hmm. When people they literally forget hyperspeed's a thing, and the invader can just go, "Hey, ships that can go through light speed, can you guys stop in front of this little ship and b- block it so it doesn't go any further?" Oh no, it's yeah. going to the right. Okay, get another ship onto the right. Or, I don't know, use the TIE Fighters you have in the Star Destroyer. <laughs> no, yeah, because even, even... And then, because, uh, like, if you look at, like, the original trilogy, it was kind of like when there was, like, fighters, they didn't... They brought out their own fighters. It was kind of like... literally, when there was, like, two ships, they didn't go, oh, all right, well, let's turn this car around. You know, let's, let's just drive off. Or we got the bigger engine. Like, no, in episode six, they were like, oh, it's a trap, and there's a bunch of ships behind us? Well, instead of, you know, going around the Death Star and all that, let's turn around and go fight them and get close to them and try to take them out, too. Mm-hmm. It's not like, oh, man, here we go. Got a, got a slow chase coming. Like, no, like, they thought this out instead of just like, oh, no, we're we're going to run out of gas if we go too fast. <laughs> man, I just, it's, I think people are focused too much on the, I think the, the writers right now that they have, and it's not, I'm not sure if it's to blame the writers or it's to blame the company because of the amount of time they have. But I think the problem is right now is that people are too focused on the uh, the quantity versus the quality. They focus yes. on getting the product out as soon as possible. And the thing and, is, it's kind of like this thing takes time. And even mm-hmm. that's why it's kind of like you said, like they pick and choose. 
I, they did pick and choose, but it's kind of like you can't just pick and choose because you like you have to like you need that time to study. You need to understand like this universe mm-hmm. because if you're gonna do right, it's like doing the whole like Spider-Man universe. Do you think Ram yeah. Sam Raimi like just like went into it with this like oh like Spider-Man? I saw the cartoons. Like I'm just like no, he know. was a comic book nerd. Like when yeah. he made the movies. Like, he understood what the character was. He understood what the meaning of it. Like, he understood everything about it. Especially exactly. with this. Yeah, that's why it was kind of like, you can't just, you can't just, like, go in with just, like, very few knowledge of it and just be able to come out with a great product. Yeah, you know what? That leads perfectly to my next topic. Okay. So, when Kenobi was coming out, there was a huge sentiment online that I hated. I hated it so much, and I hated this argument that people were spewing out, and there was a TikTok that I saw that summed it up perfectly. So the dilemma was, so let's say, I think it was episode three or four, which was the worst episode, the one where they went to Fortress Inquisitoris, the one where, <laughs> you know, they uh, they had Leia be inside the trench coat while everyone's yeah. on high alert and everything. Yeah. When that came out, everyone was kind of like, what was this? Like, why why is this happening? Like, why is this a thing in Obi-Wan Kenobi? Like, this is okay. And then you'll get people stitching those TikToks saying, well, just be happy we're getting Star Wars. Just be happy we're getting it. Like, don't overly criticize it. Like, they could just not make it or like blah, blah, blah. And then the TikTok that stitched one of those and said, yeah, enjoy product so we can be excited for next product. Aren't we all excited for product? Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just like, that's exactly what it is. Like, the more – and you're a movie guy. I'm, I'm supposed I'm, – and I'm hoping you like good movies. <laughs> How would oh, you yeah. feel if a bad movie came out? Everyone's giving it that sentiment like, oh, um, I'm just happy they're making movies. I'm just happy they're making this. And they're like, I, okay, we're just, we're just gonna keep spewing out this kind of garbage then. I think that's how it is right now with all the Marvel movies coming out. Exactly, but, that's where they're coming from too. And, and it's just because it was kind of like I was hyped, like I was hyped for Marvel when it first came out because a superhero movie, like they all yeah. talk shit about it. They all talk shit about it. But to be able to see like a cartoon, not like well, cartoons. I grew up from like watching the cartoons. Like I remember yeah. watching. Iron Man when I was like the cartoon of it, the Spider Man cartoons, mm-hmm. and like I remember like I was seeing a DC. them. I was a DC kid, so I was uh, you know Batman the animated series. Uh, oh no, te- dude, the, Teen Titans, Teen bro. Titans, Teen, yeah. Teen, like th- like still waiting, so, still waiting for a good adaptation right now. <laughs> oh dude, I'm 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 the only adaptation I saw was like with the movies. That, like we talked about it with like I said, Apoc- uh, Apocalypse, right? Of yeah. The, the DC universe that they made animated. I, yeah. I that was my only like good like even though it's still cartoon like it I was kind of like from like like a good adaptation from like well not adaptation yeah. but like you know what I mean like yeah I got you I got the you. new re- the new stuff that they came out from T Titans yeah with the T Titans people anyways what was talking about oh the like the the sentiment of people just ignoring if oh, things yeah. are bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, Marvel movies, like, when it first came out, it was kind of, like, a great thing. And they also show, like, a good part of, like, of cinema, what it was. Yeah. Besides the Thor movies, the first two ones yeah. kind of sucked ass. Yeah. But, like, it was, it was just, the like, weakest. Yeah, but, like, some of the stuff was kind of interesting, like, you see, because it was kind of, like, the growth of superhero movies. But then later on, you started seeing that, like, some of the stuff didn't make sense. Not that it didn't make sense, but it was kind of, like... They were becoming a brand. Yeah, but they and will then, throw in some gems to kind of like throw us off. Like, yeah, for, for every Dark World, we'll get like a Winter Soldier. For every mm. Ant Man and the Wasp, we'll get an Infinity War. Like, mm. so they they kind of like for every Eternals, we'll get a Spider Man No Way Home. Like, mm. it's kind of weird on how they kind of throw something bad at you, and they go bam, three Spider Man in a movie. Yeah, you see, and that's why I was—that's why I was getting annoyed of, like, for you saying that, like, about bad product or movie. To me, and not to be disrespectful to like what everyone's opinions is, this is mine. Like, my own, like, one movie that came out that I was kind of like, this movie isn't as great as people mentioned it was uh, Spider-Man: Nowhere Home with the three Spider-Man. Really? 
And the reason why I say that was because I like what our friend Salvador said. Sal, he told me that they were like he liked it, but he didn't loved it because the thing was is that like they was trying to feed us like where I said from before nostalgia. And when I saw the three characters, I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. Like I like that. But the thing was was that like like the story of how it was, I don't like it just. I don't know. I just couldn't really connect to it. It was kind of like I like seeing all the three Spider-Mans together in the universe because, mm-hmm. like, I saw. I remember from the animated Spider-Man, there was like a storyline where like he was connected to like the different variants of the spy of the yeah. Spider-Mans in the universes, and I was and I and I loved that to see that. I love the OG but, Spider-Man animated series. It's great, I, dude. And it was so crazy because I remember as a kid I didn't understand it until later on I, I understand what like they meant by that, but. Uh, when I saw that, I was kind of like, because if you think about it, like the storyline wasn't that great, in my opinion, because it was kind of like Spider-Man was trying to save these guys, right? Mm-hmm. Which is good, which is cool and all that. But I felt like I felt like the storyline was like a plain storyline. It wasn't just something that was too great. Like when Aunt May died, like one thing was like I didn't like about Aunt May dying was kind of like it was kind of too cheesy. In okay. a way, in a way, it was kind of like it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't like when she died. Like when she shot the bomb at her, I thought like, oh fuck, like she died. Like okay, like that's really like hardcore because imagine just like yeah, all of a sudden just, she died like right then and there. Yeah, like, and when then the bomb when, hit her. Yeah, and then she got up again, and it was kind of like, like I was like, are you kidding me? And then she when, dies just because she wants to get she, like a... when she gets up after getting first off destroyed by the glider. Hmm um and takes an explosive and then just you know just oh peter where are you at like what how are you standing (laughs) yeah and then she dies after just because we were trying to like pull the sentiment out of it i was kind of like no like because like one cool thing that in um the amazing spider-man that he did was kind of like when gren died yeah and and he was just trying to save her and all that and then like at the like it was like the last second like when he grabbed her like she dies like that and it was yeah. kind of like and the whole part isn't just to show like her like being like oh peter it's like no it's like that moment and but with the first spider-man with san raimi the cool thing about that was just all like like it fit with the story of getting shot and then like slowly dying but the yeah. explosion didn't fit with it like you know what i'm saying it's kind of like yeah 100 percent. but uh the main storyline of like i don't know the main storyline wasn't too gr- it just felt kind of cheesy in a way there was like some good moments that i liked was kind of like peter sacrificed like who he was to be able to like save the universe in a way just so that everyone could live on and live out their lives mm-hmm. so like i like i like there's like it's like certain gems that, that's in that's made that certain gems that's within it that makes it good yeah but the whole like, the huh no go ahead but the whole storyline wasn't it was it just felt too plain for me it was just kind of like this is just a normal like marvel movie that they're making for us okay yeah i think now that marvel is just such a big thing people are more inclined to just be happy with what we get instead of demanding something better and that's why i feel like when people were saying all this stuff about obi-wan's like why why do you want the bare minimum when we can see they've done better like why why are we just gonna accept this and be like just just be happy just be happy we're getting it like why why you gotta bring it down i'm like i'm not bringing it down i just want to see something better i want to see everything at its finest instead of at its bare minimum yeah well even then it's kind of like the thing is is kind of like we're what they give to the audience is what like the main thing is about storytelling is to piece to the audience. It's to be mm-hmm. able to spark the interest, to be able to like ref- like connect with that character, right? But the thing yeah. is that like when they throw stuff like this, it was kind of like you can't really connect with that universe. You can't connect to those characters. You can't connect to that storyline because it's too much BS. Mm-hmm. And a person could could know could see that stuff. You could tell when this is like storyline is kind of like doesn't make sense or like this stuff doesn't. Like you just can't you can't connect to that universe and that's why you turn off the TV. Exactly. It's kind of that that's why when you first started the Star Wars movies, how did you feel when you first saw the Star Wars movies? In- incredible. Like 
like especially I think my first Star Wars movie was Episode Four. That's my favorite movie of all times. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a different experience, like watching those movies for the first time, and it's great. Right, because it's supposed to like put you into that character's mindset exactly. into that universe. Because yeah. you're supposed to grow with these characters. But when it's just stuff like this that's just BS, it's kind of like I, I always I always say this to people: like a bullshitter is able to detect bullshit. And yeah. it's kind of like you know when something's bullshit because you 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 could you see every time and it's kind of like you get annoyed of it. It's like it's not good quality stuff. Yeah. And, and people just like people just graze over the things that's that's not that's not like people want their appetite to be full. They don't want to eat something that's like gonna be uh, satisfying in a way. Exactly. That's why. But to kind of wrap this all up, um, I think the most perfect question to ask after talking about Obi-Wan is the best way possible, what would you give the series out of 10? 10 being the best. Mm -hmm. Uh, Like, are you talking about like like you you talking about like everything that has an overview, right? Like the everything story, an the directing, and all that. Yep, mm, out of ten. Man. It's kind Maybe. of a it's like a tough pill to swallow, huh? <laughs> it's just kind of like how nice do I want to be and how like ruthless do I want to be? Exactly. I, I for think, me, I think for me it's like a seven or an eight. Mm-hmm. I think I think a seven point five. I think the kind me wants to say is six. Like that's like like an like a like an overview when I watched it. I was like, oh, this is like a good six. But like yeah. me as like an actual critic, and this is like I'm talking about like hardcore like movies. That's like like yeah. as a film nerd, as a person that makes sure that yeah. like these films, each scene makes sure it's like it's like there's a meaning to it. Like each shot isn't just wasted. It's a yeah. like when it's like film critic, it's kind of like a four. Wow. And okay. that's. And that's because it's kind of like, it's like what you said. You watch it; it was nice. So it was kind of like, oh, that's cool, and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's and the it. four, and the four was just because like I'm just focusing on Kenobi and Leia. Yeah. That's, that's the only I... thing. Everything else was kind of like I'm just like, uh. but the Kenobi and Leia. That's the only thing that gave me that score. I was kind of like, yeah, that's the only good thing that came out. That's fair. A five, but... a five if you count uh, Darth Vader though. That's fair. That's a fair. That's a fair assessment. But all right. Thank you so much for being on here. Always great. Um, can can people find you anywhere? Do you want to shout anything out? Uh, if you guys want to follow me, it is R- Ricardo R I C A R D O underscore M E D on Instagram. Uh, so far that's the only way to find me on stuff because uh, okay. I'm I'm currently creating my own. I'm I'm getting there. I'm okay. s- I'm slowly going back. To, I'm doing school and all stuff and. I'm I'm slowly getting my work there, so when everything's all ready and I have my like uh, work ready, I'll be able to like publish all that. So I'm okay. slowly I'm slowly growing right now. All right, that's good. But thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. And thank you everyone for listening. Y'all have a good one. Thank you so much.